Welcome to the Breathing God podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Rodriguez. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to Episode 1, Season 2. Wow. Thank you so much for letting me be with you 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 20 minutes, however long this podcast is going to be. I know that there are other things you can do with your time and the fact that you allow me to pour into your life during this time, that means a lot. And I also wanted to say a quick thank you. So many of you have been um, messaging me and emailing me and telling me how God has been meeting with you, how he's been encountering you, how you've been getting healed, how your hunger for him is restored. And I mean, just so many testimonies. And I'm so, so, I celebrate with you. I'm so thankful. Thank you also for the way that you share this podcast um, and tell others about it and leave reviews and all of that kind of stuff, because really it's the only way, that's how the podcast spreads is by you sharing it. So thank you. Um, It really is an honor. Thank you so much for letting me speak into you. So Today, I'm going to share an encounter, and I'm actually going to read um, probably most of it. So if it sounds like I'm reading, it's because I am. But it's it was such a detailed encounter. I don't want to miss anything. When, as I tell you every time, as you're listening, please sit back, relax, enjoy yourself, open your heart to the Lord, because this is for you. God has something to say to you, to do in your heart. This is an invitation for you today. It is going to set so many of you free. So many of you are going to enter into this encounter as you're hearing it. And even later when you're done listening, I believe the Holy Spirit's going to remind you to come back to it and to sit and to enter into it because this is a, it's a beautiful place that he's called us to go and to live from. So posture your heart right now to receive and let me bless you with what the Lord gave us for this year. So during, excuse me, during the first, um, I think a couple days of this year, I kept seeing when I would speak to different people, I kept seeing an open door, this big or tall, I should say, golden open door. And after a couple of days of it, I realized, you know, this is actually, <laughs> this is actually, there's something more to this and I better tune in. So I sat with the Lord and um, immediately went into this encounter and it was about, I think, 12 feet in front of me or so. I saw this tall golden door standing open and it wasn't the door itself that drew my attention it was the room that it opened to it was just completely filled with this brilliant white light to say that it was white light seems really insignificant it was so much more than that it was the whitest white so brilliant and consuming that I couldn't see anything in the room. It was just white, white that was both intimidating and inviting. It was the holiness of God, you know, fearful and pure, but welcoming at the same time. As I drew near, 
The Holy Spirit reminded me of Song of Songs, chapter 6, verse 12, in the Passion Translation, which in part it says, Then suddenly my longings transported me. My divine desire brought me next to my beloved Prince. Whether your love feels weak and scattered or, you know, you're on fire, all consumed with him, that love has caught his attention. Your longing has transported you right in front of this open invitation. So as I stood at the threshold, I was trying to see what was in the room, but honestly, it was just, it was, it was this, I don't want to say blinding white, but it was, it was almost, it's like if you were staring at really at the, at the snow on a sunny day or something, even more than that, it was, I, my eyes just couldn't adjust to this whiteness. And I knew that going in meant I had to fully trust him. It, it sounds almost silly, I guess, but it seemed like, okay, if I step in, I could be stepping off a cliff. Like, I don't know what's on the other side. I knew that this was, I knew this was an invitation for, from him. I knew it was his glory. I knew it was holiness, but it was so, the white was so consuming that I thought there's not going to be anything left of me if I go in. And that thought alone was, again, it was like it was intimidating, but it was also what I wanted more than anything. So my first thought was, okay, I need to leave my baggage, you know, my worries and my cares, whatever, outside the room. You know, we hear that all the time, you know, don't come into the presence of God with all your baggage, leave it at the foot of the cross, leave it at the door. We hear this all the time, right? Um, and that's what I was thinking, like, okay, I, I'm not going to bring my, my junk in here. And so, I mean, the, the presence of God, let me say this, the fear of the Lord was so strong that all I wanted was to enter into this holy place clean. How could I tidy myself up? What could I do or pray to make sure there was no shadow of darkness in me? Because just looking at this whiteness made me want to be holy, made me want to be free of any, even twinge of a care. But I knew that anything I could do would be pointless, that there was no amount of striving that would ever make me ready to go into that room. So I stepped in, baggage and all. I didn't leave anything. I went in exactly as I was. And with that first step, I knew that Jesus was the door, that he had made the way for me to enter in. And all he wanted was all of me exactly as I was. I knew that the greatest surrender was to bring all of myself to him unreservedly, to, to trust him alone to do his perfect work of transformation in me. Would I trust Jesus? Will we, will we trust Jesus enough to let all of ourselves be open to him, even the places where we hide? 
which reminds me of Song of Songs chapter um, 2 verse 9, which says, Now he comes closer, even to the places where I hide. He gazes into my soul, peering through the portal as he blossoms within my heart. So stepping in with all of our baggage became our surrender. There was nothing we could do. You know, though we've tried, though we've prayed, we've yielded a thousand times in a thousand ways, yet certain cares feel sticky. Like, you know, that last bit of glue that just won't wash off, it remains and it taps at our attention. Such little things become so distracting. But surrender was actually this simple act of stepping into God's presence, sticky bits and all, and trusting him to do whatever he wanted to do in our hearts and with our lives. The moment I stepped in, I was completely engulfed in this white expanse. God himself had wrapped me and became a shield around me. And then the next thing I knew, this strong wind came. It was literally blowing. I don't know how to explain this. It was blowing in every direction at me. And at times I felt it even blowing like out of me. But it was blowing away everything I held on to. Not only, um, you know, concerns, but also everything I thought I knew about anything. I was stripped not only of baggage, but also of any thought, any belief that was inferior to the mind of Christ. I couldn't see my nakedness, but I knew I didn't have a covering. I didn't even have a pretense about me. There wasn't anything hidden, you know, on me or in me that he didn't already know. I was completely open and vulnerable and exposed to the eyes of the God who sees everything. And then all of a sudden, what I saw shifted and I was looking at myself from above and I saw an angel pouring water sorry, pouring water into my mind. And I could see that the water was actually liquid words. I don't know how to explain this, but I I knew that the angel was pouring the living word into me, into us, and that the Lord would give each of us key scriptures to focus on this year that were going to contain answers to our prayers. And I knew that this was really important. So I hope you remember that, that you would open yourself and say, Lord, what are the scriptures you want to say to me this year? And that you would write them down and that you would go over them, that you would ponder them with him, that you wouldn't just declare it like a mantra, like a you know, like a magic potion, but you would let his word 
change you, change your mind, change your thinking, change the way you speak, change what you believe, and that it would literally be everything that you hold on to. Excuse me. As the living water of the word saturated my mind, my eyes, um, they started to adjust to the whiteness. And now I could see that there were two angels tending to me. And, and very, it was just, it was dim, but I could tell that there were other people in the room, a lot of people in the room with me. And as this word is pouring into me and my eyes are adjusting, it was like, I just felt completely unburdened. I felt courageous. I felt strong. I felt bold. I, it was beautiful. I was thinking more clearly than ever because I, I had the mind of Christ and I was aware, I was, I was aware of what had burdened me before. But all I could feel was absolute confidence in our Father. It was like I knew those burdens were there. I knew I still needed, you know, breakthrough for this person or was believing for this. I still had those things, but they they weren't heavy on my heart. Was completely at peace, completely confident that God was going to take care of it. And that if he had something for me to do, that he would show me. And then the angels started pouring, um, it's like little bits of oil, I guess I could say, on different parts and then rubbing it in. So specifically the parts that I remember were my eyes. They started with my eyes. Then they moved to my ears and my chest and my hands. And they were actually like massaging it into my hands. And I'm not going to get into this part too much because the Lord, um, I think he has a lot more to say about that. And so maybe in further podcasts, as he unravels that part of it, I'll come back to it. But so I'm just going to keep going. But from there, they poured it on my head. I mean, just drenched me. And it was dripping down all over my body. And I'm going to share a really important scripture about that particular part at the end to kind of pull it all together. But after the washing of the living word and the anointing of oil, I was oh so aware of the Holy Spirit in me. I, I hadn't just been consumed with this white light. Like it wasn't just around me consuming me at first. It was, but all of a sudden now it was in me and I could I could feel Holy Spirit as that white light inside of me, like just filling me and radiating out. And I remember looking down um, at my clothing and, you know, just looking at my body and my arms and my legs. And to say I was dressed like a bride isn't, that's just doesn't feel adequate. It's Something I don't know how to explain, but I was clothed with Christ. Sorry. He had become 
the glory around me and in me. And we were one. Totally and absolutely merged in perfect union. And I just remember laughing and crying because it, there was just so much bliss. It wasn't like I was just so consumed with him. My thoughts were every part of me, my thoughts, my just everything. I, I actually thought, oh, I've stepped into heaven and I didn't even realize it. I just thought I was stepping into your presence, but I'm actually in heaven. And then I looked at the others in the room and they were just as beautiful and magnificent and white and stunning as I was. And I knew that every one of them had gone through exactly what I had, you know, each in their own way. But all of us were in need of the same Savior. All of us had dealt with earthly distractions. All of us had had hard times. All of us had had disappointments. All of us needed him. We had chosen to step into the unknown of absolute surrender. Letting our longing lead us into this place. That's us, guys. That's all of us. And then for the first time, I saw color in the room. I remember noticing um, specific colors coming off of people, like wafting off of them. I don't, I don't know how to, like a, not like kind of like a cloud of color coming out of them blues and greens and pinks and yellows. I mean, there was, oh, it was just everywhere. Every person was radiating with this brilliant white, but also this beautiful color. And some people had multiple colors coming off of them. It was just exquisite. Um, and all of us, we were all like looking at each other and smiling at each other. And, you know, oh, it was just so beautiful. It was so exquisite. And as I'm looking at, I'll say all of you, because you were one of the ones I saw. We were all there. The body, the bride, we were there. We were there because we stepped in. We were there because we were hungry. There was nothing we wanted more than him, even in our weak love, even in our whatever. We all love him. And you were there with me and colors were radiating out of you. And then I knew that the colors represented our personalities. At first I thought they had to do with our gifts, you know, like blue. Okay, well, that person's prophetic. Maybe it was that in part, but I knew that I knew that I knew that these colors were talking about our personalities our personalities. Like we had been washed. We had been stripped. We had been consumed with glory. This was just so sweet <laughs> and special to me because it didn't remove our personalities. We weren't some robots. <laughs> it purified us and it 
It enhanced our personalities. There was so much joy in the room. I mean, we were all laughing and just delighting and the angels were angels all in the room too. And everybody was just having the time of their lives. And it was like, we were all just celebrating the beauty of who we were, but who he was and who we were. And I could feel the father's delight in what he'd created. Every person, so that's you and me, we had come into the fullness that we were created for because we finally surrendered to love. We were willing to come in exactly like we were. We, we didn't tidy ourselves up. We just said, have it all. And we stepped in, right? We, we didn't try to do what only he could do. We just surrendered to him. We surrendered to love. And now the word and the presence of God and the gifts or, you know, anointings that we carried, our unique, beautiful personalities, they were ebbing and flowing together in harmony with the Lord. And still I had this thought, like, I'm catching a glimpse of heaven. Like, I'm actually in heaven. This is a heavenly encounter. I must be in heaven right now. And then all of a sudden I noticed that just ahead of me was a door with a window. And I could see through the window. I could see blue sky and grass and trees. And I knew it was the earth on the other side. And I turned to the others, like wondering if I was the only one who had to leave. And I saw that all of us had our own doors to walk through. And I heard on earth as it is in heaven. The father wants us to walk in our fullness so that together as his bride, we will release it into the earth. We are set apart holy vessels filled with power and authority. And I knew, you know, this is who we had already been. That's who we are even before we have stepped into this encounter. But now we're going to walk in the reality and the awareness of it in unprecedented levels throughout the earth. We had effortlessly surrendered by simply stepping into the invitation. Now, as we fix our eyes on Jesus and not our ability to do or to surrender or to be, you know, anything significant, as our eyes are on him, we're coming into our fullness. We are being beautified by the glory of Christ. The scripture that the Lord gave me after this vision, as I was just pondering it with him, I heard some words and I thought, is that a scripture? And so I looked it up and it was. And I, I'll be honest, I haven't thought of the scripture in I don't know, a long, long time. It's Ezekiel, Ezekiel 16, um, verses 8 and 9 in the Amplified. It says, Then I passed by you again and looked on you. Behold, you are maturing and at the time for love. And I spread my skirt over you and covered your nakedness. 
Yes, I swore an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you, says the Lord, and you became mine. Then I washed you with water. Yes, I thoroughly washed away from you the clinging blood and anointed you with oil. We, you and I, we have the Lord's attention and he himself has covered our nakedness. He's washed us. He's anointed us with oil. And verse 14 says, Then your fame went out among the nations on account of your beauty, for it was perfect because of my majesty and splendor, which I bestowed on you, says the Lord God. God has bestowed his splendor within us so that his beauty and ours will be seen in the earth. We are shining. We are rising because our time has come. You know, without religious cloaks, without jargon, false humility, we're going to radiate him unashamed of our unique personalities. We don't have to do any of this the right way, the perfect way. We just have to tune into heaven. And at the end of this vision, we took Jesus's hand and we walked through the door in front of us. And I heard the Lord say, be holy for I am holy which is 1 Peter 1.16. And I knew that this was possible to the extent that we remain in him, remain in him in our awareness, remain in him no matter what comes. This room is his holy presence and the invitation to step in and be washed and consumed by him was open to us, is open to us every single day. Every day you can come back to this room. Every day you can be washed. Every day, if you get distracted, you can step right in. And you'll sense that beautiful white light wrapping you like a shield, filling you. You're going to sense the word of God being poured into you and renewing your mind. You're going to sense the anointing oil. You're going to sense the healing. You're going to sense it as you allow yourself to step in baggage and all. You don't have to and you cannot clean yourself up. All you can do is yield to this beautiful, all-consuming love. To step in, whether it's one time a day, one time an hour, step in every day. Remember who you are. Remember whose you are. As I say a million times, his love changes everything. And his love is the reason we're unafraid to step in. And this stepping in is our surrender. It is our surrender. You don't have to say, I surrender, Lord. I surrender, Lord. Oh, Lord, I surrender. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't surrender last time. I must not have surrendered good enough. No, don't worry about any of that. You can't work yourself into perfection. Lean on your beloved. He is for you. He is with you. He is in you. 
He loves you more than you can possibly imagine. And it is time for the bride of Christ to shine with him. I pray that this will be your um, invitation today. It is your invitation today. I pray that you will take time to sit with him and let him speak to your heart. And that this will be a life-changing moment for you with your beloved. You are beautiful exactly the way you are in your personality. He's purifying it. He's, he's making you even more beautiful than you ever thought you could be. I love you guys. I pray this has been a huge blessing to you. I will have the written form of this up um, at some point somewhere. And if you just watch my social media accounts and I'll let you know when I have it in writing so you could read it. Bless you guys. Bye. Thank you for joining me on the Breathing God podcast. If this show has ministered to you, please consider leaving a review right here. And if you think the podcast will bless someone else, please share it. You can find help for anxiety, sign up for my newsletter, and find lots of other goodies on my website, GretchenRodriguez.com.